Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with HouseOfBoxing.com and Empire Fight Store. Mr. Joe, two-time Cordina. How are you, sir? We're in Monaco. This is all uh, a very mad experience. Not for you, obviously. You fought here in 2019. But uh, nevertheless, new surroundings for some. Yes, fucking great. It's, um, it's a place that's special to my heart. Obviously, I boxed here in 2019. First fight at Super Feather. Um, yeah, and it was the first fight leading up to uh, my world title. So, yeah, I, um, I love the place, full of luxury, and it's that little bit of motivation. Full of luxury it is. We said to do this interview back at the hotel. I've actually interrupted a bit of your shopping time. I know that you're a man who appreciates his expensive and, and, and nice designer brands. You will be having a little dabble at some point in this week, looking in the stores. Yeah, of course. I, I only do it fight week. I don't really do it on a daily. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's something I do uh, for fight week. Just to, obviously, like I, like I said, I don't, I don't live a, um, an expensive lifestyle outside of, uh, of, of my boxing. So um, I only do a fight week just to, how can I say? I've worked hard for it, basically. So I treat myself. Well, what a place to do just that. Let's talk a little bit about it. I couldn't believe when they put the promo video together. Uh, a little bit of back and forth from your opponent, Edward Vasquez. A little bit more polite today up at the press conference table, but calling you arrogant, cocky, etc. I think the point that you were trying to make is that you really do have to be special to beat me, and I've proven that at my level. Um, surprised by his comments? A little bit, because really and truly, he haven't fought anyone to show that he's... Or, uh, put any performances on there to show he's he's got something to beat me but um, listen I'm taking it this very seriously don't like whatever he said he, he thinks I'm taking it lightly and overlooking him that's not the case at all I, I've never overlooked a, a journeyman he only takes one shot in boxing and um, I believe it will it will ignite early on but I think the class will show in the end Let's talk a little bit about, like you say, uh, not a lot of people in boxing know him. We know that he was on the sort of wrong end of a semi-dodgy decision against Raymond Ford. We know that Ray Ford could soon be t- uh, challenging for world titles himself. 
Um, just on that, what are you expecting him to bring to the ring Saturday? Um, he's going to bring it. It's a big opportunity for him. He's no, nothing to lose, everything to gain. And the, the thing is, he said, don't make excuses. So, regardless, there's, a, there's, free, uh, there's judges around the, around the ring for a reason. You lost the fight. Even though I thought maybe he could have won, or he could have won, or it was a close fight, regardless. Don't make excuses. You lost the end of it. So, regardless of where we keep going on about, yeah, it was a controversial decision, them three judges make the decision, not him, uh, and not what he thought. So, yeah, he don't make the, make, the, um, make the excuses. And if I get beat, I get beat. I'll take it on the chin. But I'm going to do everything in my power um, not, to, not to get beat on Saturday. You made a very good point at the press conference table that a lot is riding on this fight come Saturday because if you were to overlook him, you overlook the opportunities that come after him. You are fully confident. I remember speaking to you a couple of months ago. You've been in camp for a while now and you're ready for Saturday night. Say that again. You're ready for Saturday night. You've been in camp for a while. You're not overlooking him. You know what late comes off the back of this. Yeah, of course. I've been in camp for, uh, well, since probably June. Yeah, yeah, end of May, June, early June. But then I had a couple of weeks off because Tony, the, the date changed. And then I had a week off again uh, when Connor, and it wasn't a week off, it was a week at home training when Tony and Connor went to America. And then after that, I've been in camp ever since. So I've had a long old camp, I've trained, I've left no stone unturned. Me and Tony have done everything we possibly could do that we needed to do in camp. And um, we're looking to put on a performance and, and show everything we've been working on in the gym. But I, I've never, ever, ever will overlook any fighter. Um, with that being said, we know that there is bigger and better potentially on the horizon. I just want to talk one name. He obviously won by a 12-round stoppage on the weekend. Oshaki Foster, you saw his interview with me. Uh, he said, nobody knows who you are. What did you make of those comments? Went on quite a tangent. It's mad, isn't it? Because, like... The thing is, I've never ever been outspoken on um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or any of them social platforms. I never badmouth anyone to to get the the likes and the the I'm gonna say the publicity that a lot of fighters do. So, regardless of what he thinks, I got a hundred and whatever it is thousand followers, and that's not because of me being brash and talking. Is because of my fighting. I've I've showed time and time again what my fighting's what my fighting's about and how I've built my how I've built my 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 following. He's I've probably got more American followers on Instagram than he's got followers. So like he's saying no one uh, knows me. You had the best arguably the best fighter on the planet, Shakur Stevenson, call me out. I know I know a lot of the trainers. I've because I've and I know a lot of the fighters. Some of the fighters over there I've beat. So, don't even go there. Only people in your city know who you are. That's it. Well, not city, your state or whatever it is, Texas. Texas. That's it. No one knew who he was until I was. He, he was having a back and forth for me. And even people are, like in England, the proper boxing fans in Wales, proper boxing fans in Wales, even uh, even Americans message me and say, "Please shut this clown up." But at the same time, it is what it is. It, he, we tried to build something. I tried to make that fight in in the summer. Eddie said, "There's no money in the fight. It can't be made. It don't, just don't make financial sense. No one really knows him over there or over here." And um, 
yeah, pretty much is it's a fight that it's a it's a tough fight. I'm not saying it's a tough fight and he's not a good fighter because I, I rate him. He is a good fighter, but at the same time, I'm not making no money for, from it. What, what am I gonna do? Just keep fighting for the same sort of money over and over again? It, nah, I need to change my my kids' lives. Well, the other two names we know. One that interests you is Emmanuel Navarrete, who fights Coenzao uh, at some point coming up soon. Uh, the other name that's been thrown in the mix is Lee Wood, potentially at the city ground. Either of those you're happy to go into next. You know, we talk about making a, a sort of a life after boxing for your family, your kids, like you say, that they are two big names and, and they are two people that would draw big money fights, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to have maybe one one fight after this after this fight and um, maybe two potentially depending on who but if I can get a big money fight after this fight and get through that um, then I'll move up to lightweight because that's what that's where the big money is and that's where I can set my family up for life Joe Cordino as always thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social always lovely speaking to you final message well, from Thank you for doing the interview and whatever. You just fucked up my um, my shopping spree. So I'm not going to make the shops now. But, yeah, it's always a pleasure. I heard they stay open just for you. Oh, no, no, no. I'll have to speak to the <laughs> fella next to me over there and Big Mike and see where we go from there. But, um, yeah, see if he... he I'm sure he got pulled because this guy's got pulled everywhere. He's definitely Yeah, he's definitely got pulled. Uh, Joe, a final message ahead of Saturday night? Just tune in. Um, thank you to everyone who's uh, supported Big love, big respect, and um, yeah, see you on the other side. Sports Social Podcast Network.